Go let Pastor Moore come on. Everybody say, Lord, bless him in Jesus' name. Everybody say, preach to us, Brother Moore. Praise Teach the Lord, us. church. Isn't it great Hallelujah. to be in the house of the Lord Hallelujah. on this Wednesday night? Yes. Right in the midst of the pandemic and all the troubles and troubles and heartaches and confusion. My God's alive and well. He's not confused. He's not, he don't have a B plan because the A plan's going to work. Amen. He's always had it planned out, mapped out. And all I got to do is line up to it and everything's going to be all right. Amen. God bless you. You can go back to your chairs if you like and get your Bibles if you don't mind. Turn to Jude. Amen. A couple of things have already been stated already in this service tonight. Praise God. Let me feel like I'm in the right direction here tonight for just a few minutes. Somebody really bless me and help me out and make sure I got a battery for tonight. Thank God for son-in-laws. Hallelujah. But uh, Amen. We'll see how much effect it has. We'll find out. Amen. He didn't get me one. He got two. Hallelujah. Good son-in-laws. Praise God. Thank you. Amen. Got your Bibles, Jude. I'll just read the third verse in your hearing tonight, but we'll talk about the first two a little bit probably. Then from that, beloved, when I give all diligence to write unto you of the common salvation, it, it, it was needful for me to write unto you, exhort you that he should what earnestly contend for the faith which was once delivered unto the saints. I believe we've done heard, heard that quoted here tonight already. I really believe that we're in the heart of God, the mind of God. Amen. God changed our direction just about 4, 4.30 this afternoon. Amen. After doing some studying, feeling in other directions, and actually feeling two or three others. Amen. So, you know, uh, sometimes that can be just as difficult. Amen. It's, it's just, you know, hey, here we are. But uh, So here we are. Amen. But I believe that... Uh, it's ever been a time that we needed to contend for the faith that was once delivered. Amen. Right here in our own community. Amen. Is tonight. Hallelujah. After getting so many phone calls. Well, let me pray first. God, we love you and appreciate you. We're so honored and thankful, God, for Wednesday night to come and together with our brothers and sisters alike, precious faith. As you move upon this service, God, then you know, you know that we can't have a real move of God without your anointing upon our lives, without your presence in the house and in this service here tonight but not just in this service but to minister and reach through the airways to all that may be listening through phones and other means and ways tonight that the hand of the Lord the touch of God the word of God would be able to bring encouragement to be able to bring instructions and guidance for that's what this is all about and God we ask you to help us to do it in the lovely name of Jesus help us deliver it God with the right spirit and the right attitude amen that hearts and souls can be blessed and uplifted in this house on this Wednesday night. Our confidence is in you. Our trust and faith is in you tonight. That you're going to see us through all, amen, that we're facing as you touch our minds and spirits here tonight. In Jesus' name we pray. God bless you. You may be seated. It's good to see everybody in the house of the Lord tonight. It's good to see those of you we're not able to be with us, amen, the last few services. Good to see you back in the house of the Lord with us tonight. Let's pray for some 
I don't know if I could even count on one hand tonight how many has had to text or call me that's been exposed to COVID in the last few days. And that's a reason they're not here. Amen. Uh, some of that when it first kept coming in, kept coming in. Uh, thank God the Lord knows how to just work on the preacher before the preacher gets to the pulpit. Hallelujah. Amen. To make sure he keeps a good spirit and a good attitude. Amen. Because some of that kind of just frustrated me just a little bit and aggravated me just a little bit. Because you know what? I'm really believing when I ask God that whenever you come on these grounds, I don't care how, how much COVID you've got, you're not going to affect anybody else. I really believe that God can draw the lines and I believe that we can be a testimony. Amen. But you know what? We got to make the stand and we got to make the voice and we got to be determined that please nobody take that wrong tonight. Don't take in the wrong, wrong direction. Amen. Because even as you watch what I read to you tonight about contend. Contend for the faith. But you look back, amen, to the first verses of Jude, the servant of Jesus Christ. He didn't claim to be the high brother of Jesus here. Amen. He didn't give any recognition to that, but he gave recognition to James. James being the bishop of the Jerusalem church, no doubt, giving some a little clout. Amen. To the writing of the letter now, people's going to set up. People's going to begin to take a little more attention. Amen. To what's fixing to be written and what fixing to be said the first thing he says amen to them that are what sanctified have I got any sanctified in the house of God tonight if you don't know what sanctified means that means you've been set apart hallelujah I said we've been set apart we ain't been set apart by just any God we ain't been set apart by just any experience we ain't been set apart by just any blood we ain't been set aside amen by just any word hallelujah but I've been set aside by the word of God that's going to live out through the eternities I've been set aside by the word of God God, amen, that abides in heaven and no man or devil or disease or nothing else can change it. It's still just as powerful, just as, just as well as it's ever been since the day they wrote it down. <laughs> Sanctified. Set apart. Amen. By who? By God the Father. By God the Father. <laughs> We're preserved. I'm thankful tonight I hadn't been pickled. I've been around a few, just a few Holy Ghost filled people. You think they're more pickled than they were as preserved. <laughs> I'm glad tonight I've been, I've been preserved. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'd much rather have preserved. Amen. Any day. Amen. We're kind of in that season even now with fig trees and people pick them, go out there and preserve them, cook them up and pour it full of sugar. Amen. Preserve them. Amen. There's nothing like a good preserved. Hallelujah. But you know what? There's nothing like a good preserved saint of God right in the midst of troubles and heartaches and darkness and hopeless. Hallelujah. And everything else is failing them. My God's not going to fail me. My God's not going to fail us. He's going to bring us out on the other side. You might as well shake some of that mess off. Say, I know who I believe. I am persuaded. You God's alive and well. He's not second guessing it. Hallelujah. He already knew. He knew in the very beginning of time where we'd be at tonight. Had somebody come by the hardware store. He was fishing. They won't know about my opinion about all this. Most of them don't want to hear about God involved in it. I told him to go to Micah. If you don't think God will attack you with sickness, go to Micah. Hallelujah. 
<laughs> Sometimes he does that. But you bank on one thing. If he does it, it's out of love. <laughs> and he's the one controlling it. And he can heal it, remove it. That's the reason he told Paul. And I know Paul had a messenger from Satan. He meant about the grace is sufficient. So you know what? So you watch this. Amen. Here tonight. Amen. Watch the next thing. Preserved in who? I'm preserved in Jesus Christ. Amen. That done conquered to death. Amen. How many of you believe that Jesus Christ is resurrected in this house tonight? <laughs> How many of you believe that Jesus Christ has conquered death? How many of you believe that in that moment, a twinkle of an eye, even if you've been laying in the side, amen, for years, all of a sudden, hallelujah, amen, we're going to meet him in the clouds. We're going to be snatched up. We're going to be caught up. Hallelujah. So fearing death ought not be part of our vocabulary. Hallelujah. Fearing eternity. God have mercy. Everybody's so worried about even Jesus warned us that don't you bring in the troubles of tomorrow, next week, and six months down the road. Oh no. When you're serving the one that holds all eternity, won't nothing come tomorrow that'll surprise my God. Might surprise me, but it won't him. And so now, I find myself preserved in none other but Jesus Christ. I believe he is the only door. I believe he is the only savior of the world. I believe it's, it's essential. It's not an option to be baptized and take on his name. And be baptized in his spirit. I don't believe it's an optional. Hallelujah. That to love his commandments and statutes and principles. Hallelujah. I do believe, amen, that God's got a requirement. But if we meet the requirement, guess what? God's going to see us through one way or the other. I don't have to let my, my faith stagger. Amen. Or waver. That God's got this thing. And he's going to see us out. Even if he allows us to go by death. It's not the end of the journey. It's not the end. Amen. It's just a free trip. Hallelujah. And as I take it to get out of here. Amen. Precious in the sight of our God. It's the death of his saints. Hallelujah. Because now they laid up. And the reward. Amen. Is laid up. And the devil's not going to trick them. And society's not going to. Uh, the spirit of iniquity is not going to overwhelm them. Amen. It's already a done deal. I'm glad tonight that we can die in one. We can die in the faith. Where the prayers are not being answered the way we think they ought to be. We can die in faith and with the hope. Hallelujah. Everything's going to be all right. On this Wednesday night. Hallelujah. Contend for the faith that was once delivered to the saints of God. We need to contend for some things. So. Now. When you really look at the term. And the writing of Jude right here. When he talks about contend. It's a little different. Amen. In a sense. Then, because I'm going to finish up with Hebrew, the 11th chapter. With faith. Amen. That measure of faith. That faith is a substance. Hallelujah. It's what supports us until we attain that that we're hoping for. Until we receive it and experience it. Until the moment and the time that we actually get to see it. I don't have to have faith after that. 
But until then, hallelujah, I've got to have some faith. And so when you look at the word contend here in the writings of Jude, it simply means to struggle. Amen. Amen. To surmount. In other words, it's a difficult or a danger. Amen. That, that you've got to contend for him. You've got to be willing, amen, to, to engage. Hallelujah. In, 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 in a manner, in a form, in a, in, a, in a fashion. Hallelujah. That I'm willing to fight for this thing. I'm willing to fight for it even at death. Hallelujah. I'm still praying. Oh, God. God help us. I know we're looking around and they're already shutting some things down. But I pray in God don't let them shut it down. Hallelujah. We don't shut the church down. And let me clear something up. In the moment you don't think it's safe enough to come here, you don't come. You've got my blessings with you. Hallelujah. But I'm not looking, amen, for a date to shut this thing down, honey. Hallelujah. No, sir. I'm not saying that with arrogance. And I pray in God you let my motive be pure. You let my heart be pure. You let my spirit be pure. Hallelujah. We're not in it, amen, to shut her down. We're in it to join together. Because we're going to contend for the faith. We're going to contend, amen, to walk in the power and the demonstration of the Spirit of God. And to keep us and to guide us and to lead us. I'm telling you, there needs to be a church raised up in, in Bendale, Mississippi. Hallelujah. Saying, we got, Lord, people's got some faith. Hallelujah. Anybody ought to have faith that ought to be Holy Ghost filled people. <laughs> amen. <laughs> Praise God. And so, we begin to really realize. And so, for the first little bit, and I watch the time, I want, to, I want to preach from this context, a man of contending for the faith, fighting for it, believing God for it, having that made up mind and heart and spirit. Amen. So when you look at the word contend, it's very odd, amen, strange. As you watch some of these demonstrations, I'm, give you, I'm just a few here tonight, a man of contending. And one of the first ones I want to go to tonight is the writings of Nehemiah. He's coming after the Babylonian captivity. He's coming back and bringing the Jews back into Jerusalem and to build the tabernacle and set up uh, amen, all that's supposed to be taking place there in the tabernacle. Amen. And back into Jerusalem, restoring the Jews. And so as you look later on into that writings of Nehemiah, the 13th chapter, hallelujah, you watch this. And I commanded the Levites that they should cleanse themselves and that they should come and keep the gates. As always, folks, I'm going to tell you something. You got to keep your gates. Hallelujah. You hear me? Anybody praying about the gates of your doors and of your, of your mind and your heart and your spirit? Anybody, amen, I'm going to put a watchman, amen, at your gates. Hallelujah. Did you know it's more important? Hallelujah. Have better materials at the gates. A lot of times and on the walls because the gates is open and they're prone and subject. Do you know that that's the first place the enemy, amen, is going to attack them? It's the gates. Hallelujah. That's the first place he's going to try to penetrate them. That's the first place he's going to look for a weakness. And if there's ever been a time, amen, that we need to make a good, make a good examination of the gates and make sure they all Amen. On the hinges of faith. And that's the only thing that'll open them and close them. It's faith. Hallelujah. We wouldn't let fear. Let me preach in this house tonight. We would let fear open up our hearts, open up our minds, open up our spirit. Hallelujah. The unwholesome and ungodly things. But we let the faith, amen, the moment it needs to be closed, it stay closed. And I wouldn't listen to those reports. I wouldn't listen to those negative attitudes and spirits. I wouldn't listen to all that mess and all that junk. I'm a child of the king. I'm a child, you know, choose pastor. I'm going to eat out of, I'm going to eat out of the pastor of the Jesus Christ. I'm not going to eat out of pastors of the world. Most of you know that Brother Keith's gone. and uh, I pray every day. I said, Lord, if there's something I can 
just takes him something to help him along. And I don't do it every day, but I try to do it when the Lord kind of directs me. And so today it came just seemingly, I don't know where, <laughs> all of a sudden Psalms 100. Amen. And it talks about this very thing. Amen. Whose pastor we belong to. And I texted him and sent him a text over and told him. I said, you may be on the other side of the world. But the same God that we serve in the man, he's got a pastor's over there. And I told him, I said, hey, don't you listen to what the world's saying. And don't you eat out of the pastors of the world. Hallelujah. They got all this negative stuff. And he's got a long way, long way from home. And a lot of things going on. But you know what? I believe God's already got it mapped out. I believe God's already walked through it. And hallelujah. And so we got, you can't eat out of somebody else's pastor. You can't listen to a bunch of negative and, and people's down and out and all the other mess. Hallelujah. I'm telling you, you got to get hold of God and hold of the word of God and let it get hold of you and say, you know what? We're going to make it. Either way, we're winners. Sometimes it ought to excite us that the end time is coming. Because it's coming. And nobody's going to stop it. Nobody. I want to be ready. I want to be ready to meet him. And so Nehemiah. As he addressed this situation here. And begins to contend. Amen. Because if you go back and look at the contend with Jude. It was actually talking about contending for the doctrines. The teachings. That had once been delivered to the saints. The original. How many likes the original Coke? How many like that one they try to come up with? Watered down. Pepsi Coke tasting like. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, Pepsi folks, but it did. <laughs> it looked like you took the original and shook it up. You ever try to drink one of them after you've been shook up? It tastes too good. <laughs> man, if I'm going to drink a Coke, I don't want it shook up. In fact, hey man, you pop that top on it. Hallelujah. If you're going to pour it in a glass with ice in it, you don't just pour it over and just goes. It just goes, blah, blah. All the fears goes out the top, man. What's the matter with you? You let it ease in there and the least amount of fears it goes out. Then all the burning goes in here. See, that's the way of the world. They don't want the fears. Hallelujah. They don't want the burning process of the word of God. Just make me feel good. Tell me I'm doing all right. No, we got to have the burning process. Because if you keep the word of God burning on the inside, it'll keep all that other mess burn out. It'll make you understand and realize it won't have near the effect upon you. It won't have near the drawing power on you. If you keep dying and eat at the master's table, amen, and coming to his pastor and eating honey, I tell you, we'll be all right. Probably the biggest problem with most people's health is what to eat. It's what to eat. Praise God. Well, what we eat, what we setting for. What we letting our eyes take in. And how often are we really dying? How often are we really eating? Because <laughs> if you get to eating this, honey, I'm going to tell you what, all that out there won't have near the effect. I promise you it won't. And, and I know I'm going to try to hurry here. Watch this with Nehemiah. And so, so he began to instruct, actually commanded the Levites to cleanse themselves. 
man and talked about that to sanctify the Sabbath to remember me oh my Lord concerning this also and spare me according to the greatness of, of thy mercy in those days also saw I, I Jews that had married wives of Ashdod and Ammon and of Moab and their children spake in the speech of Ashdod and could not speak in the Jews language <laughs> I am not Amen. Going to compromise on people receiving the Holy Ghost without the evidence of speaking in tongues. I don't care if they like it or not. I got what I tell them. Amen. And that heart was story. If you want to talk about God, let's talk about the Holy Ghost. Let's talk about it. I don't leave tongues out. I don't leave it out. It's a package deal, honey. It's a package deal. If you get the baptism of the Holy Ghost, don't worry. The tongues are come. Next time you go buy a pair of shoes, amen, ask them if the tongues going to come. They're going to look at you like you're crazy. Everybody else will do that. Amen. About the house of God and the truth of God. Amen. You know what? Any young people in here don't have the Holy Ghost? Don't you ever substitute anything. I don't care how good it feels. I don't care if the sun sets an hour early for you. I don't care if it rains on both sides and not in the middle. I don't care how much how many chill bumps you feel. I don't care how much your head stand, hair stands on your head. Hallelujah. I don't care about all that. I'm telling you, amen. We got to hear, we got to speak the language that's pleasing to God. That's what's got us in a mess. Too many speaking all other kind of language. Mixed and mingled and messed up. So watch them. And I contended with them and cursed them. I don't think he cussed them out. I don't think he called them dirty names. But he put a curse on them. And it didn't take long. It didn't take long. So they begin to observe and look around them. Hmm, what's going on? What's happening? What's transpiring here? What's taking place? I just wonder tonight, what's all of this going to have on us? What kind of effect? Amen. Is it going to, it's going to make us bitter or is it going to make us better? Is it going to cause us to pray more? Now you watch this. I believe the Lord has really talked to me a little bit this week in praying, amen, as we pray for the McLeod girl. And you know the, the, the seriousness of that and at the point of death and what took place. And so in praying and seeking God and, and, and the hand of God and all of that, amen, it was just like the Lord had just quickened me and said, hey, hallelujah, that's the reason the medical field. You know what the medical field can do? They can give us a day or two. And when you give the church a day or two and the church is willing to come together it didn't matter what church you went to it didn't matter where you had dodged your boundaries but all of a sudden we had a common need all of a sudden we had a situation and so they bought us a few days of the church to pray hey i got bible for that honey hallelujah when james was beheaded and peter what because of easter and that gave the church a few days to pray without ceasing and guess what all of heaven showed up and when nobody else could show up the divine presence the hand of god showed because somebody prayed So we thank God for the, the doctors and nurses, and they're overwhelmed again. I heard the report this evening. Some of them went and was tested, and they're just overwhelmed again, and don't know what they're going to do. And so they need our prayers. And so I use that also as a means of ways. That's the reason I told some, if you felt like, you know, if you didn't need to come, that's fine. Man, if you don't want to jeopardize nobody. But at the same time, I'm thinking, 
Oh, God. I just don't believe nobody's going to get it here. I'm just believing you. Hallelujah. I don't have much speed of the run and all this. But, you know, I can't make everybody's decision for them. And you know what? I'm not sure if all of you are on board. Because some of them come in here that you knew. Amen. Had been exposed to it. And you knew the one that got exposed to it. Hallelujah. What would you have done? If that had come and said, hey, get back, Jack. Or better yet, when they come in, uh, you, what are you doing here? Is that faith speaking? I, I, I hate to be this way. Now God's work told me I'm going to get some work. Hang on. So when I was allowing that spirit to work on me, that was my spirit in the first, okay? And y'all, y'all took it about like, yeah, okay. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, but watch this. I could go into a few more, but I won't because of time, which won't let me. A few more scriptures of contending, contending. So you and I, we've got to contend for this thing. We've got to fight for this thing. Watch this. Every generation has got to hold on and got to fight for the doctrine. If this generation lets one go, the next generation, and we sung it tonight, we sung it tonight. I'm going back to the Indians camp, and I've taken back what he took from me. I'm going back, amen, to the old, old Brush Harbor days. I'm going back to the old landmarks. I'm going back to the old Chief Cornerstone. I'm going back to some places, amen, and God's anointing and God's hand, because I want to tell you something, we're in trouble without the blessing of the favor of God. I got a lot more to preach here. Here, watch this. Watch this out of Micah, seventh chapter. Woe is me. Why? Why, Micah? What's, what's going on with you, man? For I am as when they have gathered the summer fruits, as the grape gleanings of the vintage. There is no cluster to eat. My soul desired the first ripe fruit. What is he saying? I couldn't help but believe. Amen. And I believe God, I believe God gave this to me. Hallelujah. We can liken that unto the baptism of the Holy Ghost and the power of God. How many of us would long? Hallelujah. My wife mentioned it a few weeks ago. Hallelujah. How long it's been. And we had one Sunday night. And that's just the beginning. Hallelujah. And a real breakout of the divine power and divine glory of God that saturates this place. Hallelujah. In such a manner and a way. We either wind up on the carpet or with such a joy that's such an uplifting of the spirit and uplifting of the soul and an uplifting of that you can't have that without faith it takes faith it's impossible please us God without faith we gotta have faith and we gotta contend for it and we gotta be willing to fight for it right. I'm not against medicine I'm not against doctors I'm gonna fix and say something I even I kind of apologized to Braden when he called and told me that he said, man, I had to wait 45 minutes. He said, the, the practitioner in there said, come out. Come out to that nurse's desk and said, don't you let not one more patient come back there. You don't let no more come back there until I get. We're doing the best we can. And it may be an hour. He's in, just the whole thing. And he was just telling the truth. And then when he said, was telling me all this, all of a sudden, it was like something hit me. Hallelujah. All the hospitals are full. All the emergency rooms are full. All the practicing places, amen, that you can go up for. But I ask him, how many churches have you passed? Is anybody's at the house of God praying? 
All of them are full, but the churches are empty. If this don't move us, ladies and gentlemen, hey, I'm in the will of God. We got to find the heart of God, the purpose of God. If this don't move us, amen. 9-11 moved us for a little while. 9-11 moved us. Right here. People showed up to a Tuesday night prayer meeting that had never been in their lives. And it finally just died out. I'm not being ugly. You and I can't have the faith that God wants to have with no prayer life. Can't have it. Okay? Let, let me... Let me... Uh, let me go to something here that help help soothe this over. Okay. Because I'm not mad at none of y'all. I'm mad at the devil. I'm mad that we've let some things slip. I'm mad that we've let some things happen. Hallelujah. So, so let me help you out a little bit here now. What's this? Paul says, I have fought a good fight. Finish the course, my course. I finish my course. Everybody's got to finish their course. I mean, everybody's got to finish their course. And everybody don't have the same course. Hallelujah. But you know what? God's called you for a purpose. An eternal purpose. And so you've got to finish. I have kept. What has he kept? I have kept the faith. All through my course. Through all the trials and the tribulations and the disappointments and the rejections. And when I couldn't even get the right hand of fellowship. I didn't get offended. I didn't get mad. Hallelujah. Because you didn't call. Because you didn't do this or you didn't do that. Come on now. I'm preaching to us. Because when we fall in love with Jesus, I told somebody else at the hardware store this this week, hallelujah, amen, maybe it could have been that we was too tied up with all of our buddies and friends and things of like that and wasn't giving God no time. So he started sending things, amen, that we couldn't get with our buddies and we couldn't get with our friends and he gave us some isolated time that we might spend with him. Oh, we don't like to hear that. But it's still the truth. It's still the truth when we're so busy about everything else. I ain't talking about sin. I'm just talking about doing and running here and texting this and talking to that. But never take time to talk to God. Second Timothy 1.13 Hold fast the forms of sound words which thou hast heard of me watch this in faith and love which is in Christ Jesus God help me I want to preach faith but God you help me preach it out of love I'm not I'm not against you tonight I'm not mad at us tonight <laughs> but out of love tonight a true love a true love will correct a true love will instruct. A true love will keep saying, come on, come on, come on, you got to. So, so watch this. Now, as you watch some of this unfold it, amen, and it begins to really take place. Hallelujah. Again, in, in 1 Corinthians 13 and 13. And I won't go to all the Corinthians there. I'd like to. I'd like to back up a few verses. Amen. It talked about when he's talking about when he was a child. I spoke as a child. I walked as a child. I done the things of a child. But when I become a man, I start doing man stuff. Hallelujah. And then he moves on from that. He comes down to the very last verse. And what does it say? Because it's about charity. It's about the love of God. What's going to abide? Watch this now. Abideth faith, hope, and charity. These are going to abide even after. After we don't have to look through a darkly glass now. After we don't have to look. But we can see face to face. But these is what's going to abide. It's going to be faith and hope and charity. And God help us like never before. With the love of God in our hearts. And the love of God in our spirit. To preach this faith God. It's because it's this faith. And this love. Amen. That's going to get us out of the. I don't get in this pulpit to be. 
beat up nobody. I don't get in this pulpit, amen, to make anybody mad. I'm not against anybody in this house and the call of God in anybody's life. But, oh, God, you help me preach this faith with the genuine love of God and with honesty and sincerity because we still got to have the genuine faith of God if we're going to make it out of here. I'm telling you, there's people having anxiety attacks right now. Somebody talked to me this week. Tell you one thing, I am not gonna let this put fear in me. If you're gonna shake hands, I'm gonna shake it. And I don't mean that ugly. I don't. If I get it, then I get it. I know it's real. Believe me, I know it's real. I know what it is to lay in a bed at one or two o'clock in the morning. Done scared my wife to death one time, so I wasn't gonna do it the second time. <laughs> Laying in that bed. So that stuff attacked my heart. And I mean, when it attacked it, I'm talking about, I, was, I knew, I said, man, this is a heart attack. I come that close, waking her up. I come that close, calling Brennan. I come, I said, no. I said, I'm going to fight this thing in the name of Jesus. I'm going to overcome this thing in the name of Jesus. Because the last time I texted her, hey, amen, I forgot to text her back. And she, she had all of our brothers and everybody come running. And so I said, you know what? I'm going to fight this. And, hey, amen, I'm going to believe it, God. Hallelujah, I'm going to believe it. I'm going to pray. Hallelujah. And all of a sudden, hallelujah, I'm telling you, I was at the point almost of throwing up and everything else. I'm telling you, but God came and reached down. And man, I took that COVID and drove it the other way. I tell you, somebody's got to have faith. Somebody's got to say, you know what? I'm going to believe God. Live, sink, or die. God, I'm going to believe you that you can help me. This is the faith that's going to get you out of darkness. This is the faith that's going to get you out of depression. This is the faith that'll get you out of sin and keep you out of sin. This is a faith, amen, that'll help us obey the word of God at whatever cost. We're going to keep your commandments. We're going to walk in your statues. We're going to hold to your principles. We're going to hold on to them. They're going to be dear to our heart. Why is this so important? Now faith. Not yesterday's faith. Please don't be offended what I'm fixing to say. I appreciate all the Bush Harbor stories. I appreciate all the, the stories that we hear of some of our greatest leaders of our time. And when they started out, and they talk about the moms, and they talk about their dads. But I'm telling you, it's time we have ours. It's time we have ours. It's time, amen, we see it. It's time we experience it. But it's not going to happen without a battle. No, I'd rather, preacher, why don't we just kick back and ease up, preacher. I mean, let's don't get into all of that. Just let me slip in here at 7 o'clock on Wednesday night and slip out about 8.30 and, and slip back in maybe 10 or a little after. And No, let's don't contend for none of that. Come on, I, it don't matter. Just, just, just let them, let them, let them just a little higher. It'll be all right. Up the sleeves, up this, do that. The only reason I, I started asking you to wear stockings on this platform is because the skirts just kept coming up. They saw him really didn't like that. That's too much of a sacrifice. You don't want to sing for him. When you want to sing for him. Come on, folks, watch this. 
Why don't you read about some of your movie stars and the price they paid to get where they're at? Why don't you read about some of your Olympic heroes that gets a piece of gold metal hung around their neck and the price they paid and the sacrifice they made to attain that little little goal is going to tarnish and go away and nobody won't even know them. Amen. Eight years down the road. I'm not trying to be ugly tonight. I'm trying to tell you we need an old-fashioned faith. A faith that'll cause us, amen, to build and respond, amen, to the voice of God and the heart of God. Also find the mind of God. I'll tell you there's a mind of God we got to find in the midst of them. And the Bible says we can know His will. How you going to know it? By praying and fasting and seeking His face. So you should watch Him here. Amen. Now faith. Now faith is a substance of things so far. Amen. What we hoping for? What was we hoping for Wednesday? <laughs> little, little, little girl. Did y'all know it? Bailey was the one that took my, my wife back the other day to get her teeth cut out. That was the little girl. The same little girl that we saw last Tuesday. Her healthy as a horse. No problems whatsoever. And less than a week. Amen. She's fighting for life and death. Hallelujah. You never know. Never know. Nobody never knows. And sometime along the journey I'm saying, oh God, help me. Help me God. Because somehow, somehow he could, he's going to, he somehow just spoke to me. And we can start heading off even then. Oh no, that ain't happened. That's what's wrong with us. God had prophets in the Old Testament to tell kings not to go in certain places. The enemy's there. New Testament warned us that don't reject prophecy. Takes faith. Takes faith to believe it. To believe it is a word of God. To take it as a word of God. It's a dangerous thing. That's what God saw in trouble. He rejected the word of God. He rejected God. <laughs> now faith is such as things hold far. The evidence of things not seen. Amen. It's the evidence. Amen. It, it's what's going to. It's the conviction. We wonder where conviction's at. <laughs> we get faith in this house. You'll be shocked the conviction to get in this house. What's this? A harlot believed the two spies before for even God's people. Harlot. I believe it. Because we done heard the report. We done, ha- we done heard what happened to the two kings. We done heard what transpired. We believe you're going to take the whole land. She believed it so strong. Amen. She was willing to hide them. Amen. Up, up under the flax. Amen. And then put a cover and make a token and make a deal with them. You'll be back. I believe she tied that knot real good. Too. <laughs> I just wonder if God walked around that city giving, giving Rahab time. Because everybody's in her house who's going to be saved. Everybody in her house who is going to be redeemed. Everybody, amen, that fell, fell under that token, amen, that was given by those spies. Amen, it's going to be the one that's not going to go under. Could it be that all of this is nothing but the mercy of God and the grace of God, amen, trying to create an atmosphere and a moving upon our nation and upon our world. That judgment's coming. Judgment's coming. What are you going to do about it? How are you responding to it? Hallelujah. Where, where are you spending your time at? Where's your mind at? Where's your heart at? Where's your passions at? Where's your conviction? 
convictions at. Hallelujah. Watch it. Faith, hallelujah, becomes the conviction. Hallelujah. Do you know what? God's going to do it. It's a conviction that holds you. Hallelujah. When everything else is sinking, it's a conviction that I'm not, I'm not changing. I'm not backing up. It's a faith that God in God. I believe him at his word. I believe him. I know he's alive. I know Hey, there's a spirit going to grip this land one day. Hallelujah. They're going to mock and make like about the coming of Jesus Christ. If we're not grounded and settled, we're going to get caught up. Talked to somebody this week. I said, you'll see the day. They say, he's here and he's there. I said, but scripture says, don't you go. Don't you go running here and go running there and all. Oh, no. I'll tell you what faith will do. I'll tell you what faith will do. Praise God. Instead of running over there and waiting two hours in line. I think I'll just go by the house of God. And just see what God thinks about this. You see at one time we didn't have a place we could go. Doctors was miles away. Medicines was very small and few. But you know what we had? We had faith. We had God. And prayer. I just wonder how many tumors God healed. That was nothing more but a headache. Because they didn't have x-ray machines. God have mercy. Hallelujah. You know what? What's the word over? Now careful. Hallelujah. We believe all the reports. It's a tumor. Man, you're doomed. It's over with. You ain't got no hope. I was telling about her. If they don't get her somewhere. Hallelujah. She's going to die. This is not where she's going to be. We can't help her. All this other stuff. But you know what? Prayer was made. Prayer was made. Prayer was made. They couldn't. They were tried all the way to Tennessee. Amen. To find an opening and get her in. If they couldn't find. But that's why. Hallelujah. Thank God. Somebody was willing to say, you know, I'm going to pray. I'm going to believe in God. I believe God can come to our rescue. I believe God can move. God can move upon those doctors. You know what I'm doing? I'm praying for those doctors, Sister Woods. I pray God bless them, anoint them, give them wisdom, give them insight, help them, hallelujah. They don't know, but you know what? It's their heartbeat. They want them to live. That's what they were trained for. That's what they're there for. Amen. They don't want you to die. Amen. They want you to live. I know you hear a lot of people saying, well, they want this and that. Come on, folks. Let's wake up. I just don't believe all that junk. Well, I tell you what. I love, let me just be honest with you. If I believe them doctors want me to die, I would not go to them. I'd stay at the house. Take my chances with God. I thought, hey, you buddies, all you're going to do is fix me up and shoot me up with some vaccines going to kill me. And all you're going to do is give me something that's going to kill me. I'm not showing up. I'm not coming. Devil's playing with our minds and our hearts and our spirits. But it's faith, amen, that shut the door in his face. Hallelujah. Be like, amen, Brother T, T or Brother Mars, uh, B- B- Barnes that day. Hallelujah. And he woke up in the middle of the night. Hallelujah. Sound asleep. He wakes up and looks up. And the devil's standing in bed. And he looks at him and says, oh, it's just you, devil. Rolls over and goes back to sleep. Amen. You know what we want to do? I ain't being ugly. You know what we want to do? We want to boast about it. We'll brag about it. Man, I've seen this devil and I've seen this. And we want to write books about it. We want to. You know what the problem that is? We'll lift this up. There's the problem. We'll make somebody. I want to be recognized. 
So I went down the road the other day with one of them loud muffers. <laughs> had a flag flying and all this stuff. I just looked at him and said, he just wants attention. He's starved to death for attention. <laughs> Whose attention we need tonight? Whose interest do we, whose presence do we want on this Wednesday night? I know my time's up. I, I know. <laughs> I'd love to win all the way through. I'm only two minutes late. You can stand. But watch this. By faith, Abel, amen, done what? He offered to God a more excellent sacrifice. By faith, Enoch was translated. Hallelujah. My goodness, have mercy. Hallelujah. He should not see death. Faith, 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 faith. Faith, hallelujah, can bypass some things for you. You don't have to experience something because you got faith, because you believe God and you cry out. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Blind Bartimaeus, a reason he cried out, he believed that Jesus, amen, could heal him. And that's the reason he took that beggar's coat off. Hallelujah. I'm not I'm, I'm leaving here. I'm not going to be blind. Hallelujah. I just wonder how many of us come in on this Wednesday night believing. You know, I believe God's going to show up in this place tonight. I believe this could be a moment with Jesus. I believe this could be a time, amen, no telling what miraculous may just take place on this Wednesday night. Well, it's just a Wednesday night. Yep, now that's our problem. Preacher, you don't know, I just dragged. I understand that. What a sacrifice. I'm trying to preach with love. I really am. Lord hit me with something the other day. I think I'll just keep it myself right now, though. <laughs> yes, enough, it's enough. God loves His church. Churches may compromise, but God's not. He's not. Understand that we're flesh. Understand we got our battles. But it's having a love. A love for the things of God. It's having a love for righteousness. It's having a love. I'd love to finish our Sunday school lesson. Because it focused on mercy. Mercy. God's quick. If you read the rest of this chapter and toward the end, God's quick. He's ready. He wants to show mercy. God help us to show mercy to one another and to our community that's, that's in trouble. Let's show them mercy, compassion. Let's give them time to grow and mature and Get an understanding. You never know. There's several, several out tonight because of COVID. Lord Jr. and his wife both. Amen. From all accounts, she's going to get a test Friday, but they got some loved ones that's close by on her. Loved ones that's already been tested positive. And, uh, <laughs> she had texted me and told me that yesterday, and then this morning she texted and so I, I, I said, hey, how are y'all doing? And I went ahead and texted. I said, hey, look now. I said, don't, don't let fear grip you. Don't let that get a hold of you. I 
said, honey, you close the doors and all that. Just text everything back to her. And she texts back. She said, hey, it tried to last night. She said, but it didn't last long. Let's believe God. Let's trust God. I'd love to read all this, the different ones, Moses and different ones that was by faith. It was by faith that Moses decided not to be the son of Pharaoh. And all the pleasures, I mean, folks, he could have lived the, the, the best the world had to offer then. But Moses says, no, I'd rather suffer the afflictions of Christ than enjoy the pleasures for a season. And that's what you and I got to do. Amen. To, yeah, this is how we attain this faith, church. You hold on to your faith. You hold. You've been taught. You've been in enough Sunday school lessons and uh, some of those real basic to earth stories, even right down to the latter part of that 11th chapter, where some, some lived in caves. Some, amen, wandered. And, but you know what? The Bible says they died with a good report of faith. So what am I telling us? Regardless of how the chips may fall, I want to leave here with a good report of faith. Of faith. You hold on to faith, church. Don't listen to all that. They're so confused out there. You listen to this and you listen to that one. This and tells this. That one tells that. And I mean, it's just, it's just unreal. But buddy, this here, nothing moves it. This is what we build our lives on. This is where we got to confidence. And I'm not downing any of that. I'm not. I'm praying for them. But this is where, right here. Loving it, respecting it, believing it, and obeying it. And everything's going to be all right. You don't have to worry. Everything's going to be all right. Lord, we love you tonight. So thankful for your grace, your mercy, your word, your presence. Lord, as I pray, I pray for this congregation. I pray for all that's not able to be here tonight. God, your hand, your voice, your presence would make its way to each one, each life, each heart. As we lift them up before you tonight. God, those that stood in for families tonight that's got COVID and the struggle and battle. But God, I'm praying that you would put words of faith in our mouths. You'd put words of instructions, amen, that we can guide them and speak into their dilemmas or situations. And they could, they could actually watch the hand of God, the voice of God, work on their behalf and carry them through. I believe that tonight, Lord. I believe you'll help us. I believe you'll anoint us. I believe you'll direct us as we humble and give ourselves unto you and to your call and to your service. We ask this in no other name but in the name of Jesus. And Lord, we're going to give you all the glory. We're going to give you all the praise and the honor for it. In Jesus' name. Love you tonight. Appreciate you so much. Amen. In this house tonight, your coming, your faithfulness. Uh, let's pray for our schools. They've already got a serious problem, so let's pray for them. Ask God to help them and be with them, okay? Love you. Appreciate you. God bless you.